Hey everybody, welcome to Right On Radio. Sorry the show is an hour late today. It is just due due to circumstances. Hope everyone can hear me. And uh, yes, they're asking if Chris is feeling better. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we are being hit. Um, I get hit with when I do these shows with Chris more than anyone. His computer's getting hit. Uh, We're having trouble communicating offline. Uh, Even getting him on here has been difficult. Uh, So that's how important these shows are, folks. I just want to tell you, please get the likes going, get the shares going, get the algorithms up. It really makes a difference. Uh, You know, Chris really risks his life to do this for you guys. And, uh, you know, he comes with a wealth of knowledge, being in the military, being an analyst, uh, having sold weapons, uh, you know, on behalf of the United States government, being in research and development. He's got knowledge that no one else can have. And he's able to research things because of that. So, you know, uh, please get the uh, the likes and shares out. And uh, remember, this uh, is brought to you by My Liberty Stand. And a lot of people have been asking, when are we going international? So I just opened up my first international uh, area for My Liberty Stand. Uh, it's, I just want to make sure that it goes through, works out properly. Uh, and then I'm going to be coming to the Australia market then to uh, the UK after that. So if you're in the Australia or in the UK, uh, please stand by and listen. If you're in North America and you haven't at least checked out what we're doing, it's not like uh, we're selling anything. We're not doing multi-level marketing. Uh, we're just giving you a real alternative and something you really need to look at. Uh, spend 15 minutes with one of your uh, fellow listeners and uh, join in on mylibertystand.com. Hey, Big Chief, thank you for that clap. Welcome to you, sir. And good to see you, Twin, kicking again. All right. Twin is back in the house. Hey, thanks, everyone, for being here. Uh, God bless each and every one of you. Without further ado, first of all, I want to welcome him to back to Right On Radio. But, Chris, they're already asking, how are you feeling today? Fair enough. Uh, I still have the uh, uh, the symptoms of the uh, the flu virus. Um, it's I'm in the second week. It's just that uh, I'm taking vitamins. I'm doing the precautionary measures, but it's just uh, I appreciate the audience asking, uh, and um, I will never get the vaccine. I will never get the uh, booster, so I know what's in it. And I can share that at a later date, but it's horrific. Anyway, um, I appreciate uh, their interest and and uh, uh, concern, uh, and I will continue doing this as long as I'm around. And uh, I have a very good episode today. If you thought the last week on the uh, Busegi Mountains about the fifth dimensional base inside the mountains in Romania was was the best, well, it's going to get better every single week because I have the knowledge base of over 90% of what this evil military government and uh, uh, intelligence agencies have been doing for the past 70-plus years and beyond. So let's go forward, and this one is titled Project ISIS. The secret KGB files released a 1961 Russian expedition to the Giza Pyramid Necropolis in Cairo, Egypt, they located, quote, the tomb of the visitor god. This is a 13,000-year-old ancient alien visitor who became the very first dynasty pharaoh in Egypt on the pre-dynastic side. 
understand that this is essentially audience. This is the first time that the KGB, Russia, actually uh, superseded the uh, US CIA, which is evil, in uh, obtaining uh, ancient artifacts, and this one, alien. So this was uh, provided by ufointernationalproject.com. Uh, there is a three-minute video uh, which uh, is attached. Jeff and I are working out the incidents to uh, get the uh, uh, files and essays and photos and videos uh, to the site. We will get this corrected, and you will have all this information very shortly. Okay, uh, the first one is a picture to let the audience know, Jeff, is that 13,000 years ago, what they did is with this alien that became their first dynastic pharaoh, they actually, when it uh, died, they carved in a sarcophagus the emblem of what the alien looked like on the sarcophagus. So uh, this is the Egyptian tomb of the visitor god. The alien image is carved on the sarcophagus lid, sarcophagus lid casing. It is the first pharaoh of Egypt 13,000 years ago. It was discovered in the Giza Plateau in Cairo, Egypt, by uh, 1961 covert Russian KGB expedition. The next picture shows the actual entrance. This was on the, where they found this audience. It was near the Giza complex, but closer to where the actual city borders uh, this necropolis, this area. And it shows the tunnel, and I'll get into how this worked. It shows a picture entering the tunnel as they broke in and also inside the chamber itself, which has hieroglyphics. It's got images of all Egyptian um, uh, pharaohic um, dynastic uh, pictures and inscriptions inside this uh, chamber, which is uh, essentially, um, it's beveled, whereas most are actually rectangular. This one is actually has a curved ceiling and paintings all over the walls and uh, uh, to include uh, uh, around the en entrance. So these are just photos of it. And um, what they were able to uh, gain from this, the Russians got uh, th the manifest, the, which I have in Russian, uh, and you'll be able to see this for anyone that understands uh, uh, script of uh, standard Russian. They got 15 crates of artifacts, one stone sarcophagus, one mummified alien, and eight hieroglyphic samples. And then it shows a picture of when they first opened it up and found the sarcophagus. Uh, the lid casing has been removed in this photo. The second one... Below it is the, um, of the 1961 Egyptian archaeological team, Dr. Sami, S-A-M-I, Sharif, S-H-A-R-A-F, was a close colleague of President Gamal Abel Nasser. Nasser was the president in 1961 in Egypt. And this was an arrangement between it. The third photograph uh, is also with the, uh, with the alien exposed, wrapped, and... Uh, they transported uh, the mummy, the 15 boxes of artifacts, the stone sarcophagus, the eight hieroglyphic samples back to the Soviet Union uh, without the United States CIA being aware or involved in this. This was done very covertly. 
The next photograph is where they actually have the, the lid next to the sarcophagus. These are all taken in black and white in 1961 for this portion. But the cover does show it in, in color, as color was developed by Kodak in 1935. The Soviet KGB's objective was to recover and adapt alien technology for military application superiority over the U.S. Note that the alien mummy was considered larger than a large two-meter adult male human. The sarcophagus reflects its large statue. So it was not a uh, miniature uh, 3.5-foot gray. Okay, the Russian, the next picture shows the Russian KGB officer uh, convening with his archaeological team, preserving, crating, and transporting the artifacts. And the next picture shows uh, where they're actually uh, preparing uh, to remove the lid casing. Once it was separated, a noxious gas arose from within the coffin. Remember, this has been sealed for 13,000 years. Military and article teams quickly left the tomb and returned with biochem protective gear and gas masks. Note that the ancient Egyptian sculptures carved the face of the alien god's visitor in its likeness. And now the next picture shows where the, uh, they actually came on board and uh, into the tomb with uh, hazmat suits. And it shows the returning with their protective gear after being exposed to the toxic fumes. Uh, the next picture shows the uh, ancient tomb paintings and hieroglyphics uh, recounting the alien visitor's life as Egypt's first pharaoh. Now we go onward. Project Isis was a Russian KGB expedition dating back to 1961. The main purpose was to discover the alien technology left behind buried in ancient Egypt. An incredible discovery of an ancient extraterrestrial body inside a tomb in the Giza Plateau. During the days of the Cold War between Russia and the United States and its allies, the Russians started to become concerned that the Americans were beginning to gain a technological advantage over them, which they believed was due to reverse alien technology, that being possibly discovered after the Roswell incident. And I have a uh, click to that uh, link to it. The Russians became determined to acquire advanced alien technology themselves, so they used their intelligence services to locate several places where extraterrestrial artifacts might be found. One of these places was an ancient tomb located in the Giza Plateau in Egypt, in which they based their search on an old legend about the, quote, tomb of the visitor god. According to its rumors, it was actually two Bedouins who had accidentally come across the apparent resting place of the ET visitor. The two apparently became extremely ill after their shocking find inside the tomb and had to go to intensive care in the hospital. From their hospital beds, they managed to confirm the exact location of the tomb to the Egyptian officials. Well, guess who the Egyptians contacted? Nasser had already had an alliance with Soviet Union at that time. So, yes, they contacted the Russians. The Russians managed to arrange a deal with their Egyptian allies for information and the whereabouts of this secret tomb before the Americans uh, had were able to manage to get involved. Immediately thereafter, the Russians assembled an emergency expedition named Project Isis, that's spelled I-S-I-S, -S, and that represents the Egyptian god of the morning sun, whereas Ra is the Egyptian god of the midday sun, and Set is the uh, Egyptian god of the uh, setting sun. Anyway, onward. A group of Soviet Egyptologists, leading scientists, and military personnel were assisted by their Egyptian counterparts in locating 
the tomb secret entrance, the, tomb, the, the top secret tomb, rather, excuse, sounds very much like an Indiana Jones storyline. This information has been verified by Russian scientist, I'm going to spell his name, then pronounce it for you, Victor, V-I-K-T-O-R, last name Ivanovich, I-V-A-N-V-I-C-H, who had access to classified KGB documents. Quote, there is no doubt that a small group of Russian scientists within military experts have discovered a tomb in Egypt in 1961. But in the documents, it has never been revealed exactly what was found inside the sarcophagus. Only sources of the highest rank of the KGB know that we found the remains of an alien creature that died in Egypt over 10,000 years before Christ, he said. The Russians came together with their Egyptian counterparts and managed to discover the whereabouts of the unusual tomb and reportedly secured numerous artifacts. Apparently, a report from a senior KGB officer stated that there were at least 15 boxes of artifacts that were taken from the tomb of the, quote, visitor god. There were many hieroglyphic inscriptions in the tomb, which were copied by the investigators on site. They were, besides taking photographs, audience, they also had uh, expert level, uh, not only archaeologists, but uh, uh, cartographers where they could actually uh, copy the actual images of that were all throughout the wall so they could be translated at a later date. Okay. Even stranger was a mention in the report about a present of some kind of protective barrier, in quotes. It was noted that, quote, this is a quote, during the inspection of the walls, we noticed a strange repulsive force coming out of the walls. We could not find any scientific explanation, end of quote, claimed the report. Could it be that some kind of alien, ancient alien technology was set up to protect the alien visitor? Absolutely. The strangest aspect about the top secret Project Isis was that the mummified body of the visitor god himself carefully placed inside a large sarcophagus. The body was estimated to be at least at least 13,000 years old and was a lot taller than your average human being. According to Egyptian mythology, the first dynasty was established by the god-man Osiris, okay, and that's O-S-I-R-I-S, who descended on earth in a, quote, flying boat. Well, that's a saucer. Is this a reference to a UFO? And if so, did Project Isis really find this alien god's mummified body that civilized ancient Egypt, question mark? Then we have the uh, video I included that's uh, 3.14 minutes long. And it's known as the 1961 KGB discovery of the ancient mummy in Cairo, Egypt. That is worth watching. You'll see it firsthand. UIP have checked this video footage thoroughly, and it appears it is very real. It is the real deal. The video footage shows of Soviet military personnel entering the tomb without protective gear and two soldiers lifting the lid off the sarcophagus. You can see from the footage what appears to be some kind of strange toxic gas rising, which makes the men come back with protective gear on and full gas masks. So those are hazmat suits. The UIP summary, one of the most important things about this incredible account is that forensic scientists have confirmed that this video is 100% genuine. It is clearly not possible to confirm that the mummified figure was an alien god 
uh, one thing for sure, meaning because it was wrapped. This story appears very much to be the the authentic image. It also may be a complete coincidence that this eerie project has the same name as a self-called ISIS, which is uh, also known as the Islamic State today. But the more staff here at the UIP, that's an acronym, uh, researched into this story, the more it becomes almost as if the story has some very important significance to some of the events going on around the world today. It is also important to remember about the alien beings that it has been said that the major Russian political figures actually demand the U.S. to agree on disclosure about these extraterrestrials. And then please click on our link. There's another link to it. So Project ISIS, the KGB discovery of the tomb visitor. While scientists worldwide are searching the skies and cosmos for signs of extraterrestrial life, who would have thought to look underground for aliens? No one except the KGB. Dr. Victor Ivanov holds degrees in astrophysics and neurology. These are doctorates. Uh, and this is translated into from Russian to English, what I have here. While serving the Kremlin as science advisor on an advanced propulsion systems, Dr. Ivanovich con uh, contents, he gained access to the top secret files called, quote, Project ISIS. Project ISIS, it was targeted at discovering Egyptian artifacts and knowledge that may have military applications. ISIS was one of the several covert missions that the KGB was conducting during that time. Dr. Ivanovich chronicled the mission and its shocking discovery in his book, Project ISIS, the KGB's discovery of the tomb of the visitor. Quote, this exclusive video footage has never been seen outside the top secret facilities of the KGB until this was released. According to Iv Ivanovich, that what you're watching is a visual record of the most important discovery in the history of mankind. There is no disputing the fact that a group of Russian scientists together with military experts on radiation, chemical, and biological warfare discovered the tomb in Egypt in 1961. The record is clear on this point, quote, continued, but what now is discovered is that they have found it what they found inside the tomb. From the available evidence and highly placed sources inside the sarcophagus were the remains of an alien creature who died in Egypt over 10,000 years BC. The point I'm making in my book is that the presence of this creature and the designs of the pyramid and the whole pool of historical and scientific um, information chooses this particular visitation to take place at about 11,000 years BC long before the Babylonians, Sumerians, or the Greeks, before the gods of the Assyrians or those of Crete, long before all others, there, were, there was Egypt. The world owes much to these ancient Egyptians. They were the first mathematicians, the first astronomers. They gave the world the principles of geometry, the use of symbols to convey numbers. The first calendar was Egyptian, as was the first writing paper, papyrus. The world's first libraries were found buried under the sands of Egypt. This is why the disclosure of Project ISIS is so troubling. If the claims of Dr. Ivanovich are true, which they are, if the KGB did not 
did find an alien entombed in Egypt, it will force us to reconsider the entire history of civilization. Each year, hundreds of archaeological expeditions come to Egypt. It could be analyzing antiquities that have been long studied, searching for new clues that may disprove old theories, or struggling to reconstruct life of a slave village from fragments of the past. Quote, we are currently excavating a site at that time, uh, when this was written, in what is known as the New Kingdom, on the slave route to the Valley of the Kings. And the question there is, how did the Egyptians feed and care for thousands of slaves needed to create these massive uh, structures? The fundamental question of ancient Egypt is how did such a civilization so incredibly advanced spring forth fully formed at 2500 BC? Quote, we look back at any other civilization you find, a gradual historical development, meaning they learned about trade, they created economies, they became technologically advanced slowly, hundreds and hundreds, perhaps thousands upon thousands of years. Yet, you have none of that within this ancient Egypt. And this was also reported by a female archaeologist who had her doctorate. And she was also noting that both in, in Mesopotamia, in the land between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, that out of nowhere at 2500 BC, that uh, Sumeria and Babylonia sprang out of nowhere that civilizations don't start from ground zero and automatically come into a highly developed, organized civilization unless there is outside help and it's much older. Continuing. Okay. The fundamental question here is there seems to be no gradual historical development to explain the buildings of ancient Egypt. It seems to have been formed from a, quote, legacy. Some have speculated that Egypt was formed from the remnants of a lost civilization that perished in the biblical flood. Actually, it's from uh, Atlantis is uh, the main site for uh, where the Atlanteans came after uh, both uh, to the northern British and Irish Isles and later made a uh, uh, transition over to the Mediterranean, primarily Egypt. Okay, and then there's exclusive uh, film footage of the amazing discovery of the millennium. Okay, this is Dr. Ivanovich, his quotes. I don't believe the soldiers realized the significance of what they were looking at, the firsthand evidence of a humanoid extraterrestrial life form, quote. The genesis of Project Isis began in the post-war period of the 1950s. From the bloody ashes of World War II, a new Soviet state had emerged. No longer was Russian a backward agrarian nation. The motherland was a superior power and willing to prove it. Under the dictator of Nikita Khrushchev, who was in 1961, the Soviets were determined to show the de democracies of the West that communism was superior. It was a challenge that America could not ignore. Back to his quotes, Dr. Ivanovich. The quote, the competition between the two superpowers was an immense drain on the Soviet economy. Placing a man in space before the Americans was a great propaganda feat, but it cost billions in ruples, their currency. The same for the arms buildup. Russia had to respond to the nuclear bomb that America had developed. Again, this nuclear competition cost the Soviet government multi-billions. 
As the world watched and prayed, the two nations joined in a cold war for technological supremacy. Uh, Dr. Ivanovich, Khrushchev knew that so-called socialist camp headed by the Soviet Union could not keep up this pace. It did not have NATO's resources. That's when the Soviet Union was ordered to investigate less costly means of technological advancement. At the height of the Cold War, the KGB was the largest secret police and espionage force on the planet with more than 300,000 agents. Under orders from the Kremlin, the KGB focused its considerable resources on what some would call, quote, fringe science, quote. The KGB investigated the powers of psychics. Experiments were conducted to test the feasibility of gathering intelligence through mind control. This is fact, just like ours did with the CIA. A man with a taste for blood headed the paranormal division of the KGB. The KGB research into the anomalous phenomenon had begun in the 1920s when a special laboratory, so-called the, quote, darkroom, was created. From the mid of the 1930s, Russian psychists uh, had been persecuted under the Stalinist regime. Uh, The person's name was, this is another quote, Gleb, G-L-E-B, last name Borky, B-O-R-K-Y, who was in charge of the paranormal phenomenon for the KGB was a sinister and cruel person who was known to drink human blood. The KGB had conducted psychotronic weapons research on prisoners that had been sentenced to die and political dissidents as well. Borky and people who had studied the anomalous phenomenon with him were executed in 1937. All the files were transferred, as far as we know, to the most secretive archives of the KGB. However, the paranormal research continued. Under Khrushchev, great successes had been achieved in the Soviet Union with the paranormal. Some of the first biogenerators and machines to alter human minds came to the scene. Americans were worried about the American research programs because they knew the Soviet Union would not use it for peaceful means, that the Soviet Union was there to conquer and to overtake the United States. Another area of deep interest was UFOs, unidentified flying objects. The Kremlin hoped that the investigation, investigating alien spacecrafts would advance aeronautical design. The former Soviet Union was an ideal place to study unidentified flying objects. Russia had more UFO sightings than any other nation. One reason for the magnitude and multitude of the UFO cases was the Russian border surrounding the largest landmass in the world. Of the reported UFO sightings, the most compelling cases was known as the, I'm going to spell this for the audience, D-O-L-E-G-O-R-S-K, and that's Dolnegsgoros incident. It is best documented crash because we do have the fragments. They have been analyzed. It was not a big object, but something that crashed on a hill in Dolnegsgoros in January 1986. From the analysis of the crash site, a computer simulation demonstrated the last moments of the doomed spacecraft. Using computer graphic simulations, it became evidence why the disc-shaped craft is so prevalent among UFO reports. Leading experts stated that a fixed-wing aircraft operating under the same adverse conditions would have buried its nose in the ground and burst into flames, whereas the disc-shaped enables the spacecraft 
to skip and cartwheel over the field it crashed in and settled in the forest perimeter. The spacecraft was damaged, but not destroyed. From contacts with the Russian mafia, the KGB obtained this rare footage. This film shows the Russian military personnel and KGB agents at the site of a disc-shaped craft being recovered. Of the KGB's covert missions has been to recover downed alien spacecrafts and adapt the technology to Soviet aircraft has been successful. Back to Dr. Ivanov. UFOs, quote, the paranormal and the Project ISIS, all three are part of the Kremlin strategy of achieving military superiority. According to Ivanovich, the goal of Project ISIS was to find a collection of advanced knowledge left by a lost civilization. Knowledge that would give the Soviet Union an incredible lead in their quest for global domination. One of the enduring legends of Egypt was that somewhere, perhaps inside the Great Pyramid or a lost tomb, somewhere in Egypt was a chamber, quote, of knowledge, the wisdom of the gods who came from the stars. Since 820 AD, explorers have dreamed of finding this mythological, quote, chamber of knowledge. Sheikh Abdul Allah Aman, and that's A-M-O-N, was the first to reach the massive stone uh, of the Great Pyramid, which is known as Khufru or Cheops in Greek. The Sheik was drawn by the legend that concealed within the pyramid was the past, future, and uh, past, present, and future of mankind. With tales of golden treasures, the Sheik coaxed his terrified men through the passageways, but when the Arab explorer reached the king's chamber, they found only an empty sarcophagus, or so they believed it was. Some believe that there was a chamber of ancient wisdom. It will be found under the Great Pyramid. For years, there has been speculation of subterranean passages between the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. That is correct, there are. Recent seismic surveys suggest a mysterious chamber-like cavern that lies below the Sphinx. This has led many to reconsider, quote, the chamber of knowledge. Is there a storehouse of knowledge left by ancient visitors? Absolutely. The sign points to yes, Egypt was the first civilization in the, our fifth uh, root race of mankind. Egypt, Egyptian pharaohs ruled the kingdoms for thousands of years. Who were these mysterious people, we ask? From where did they derive their power and wealth? Where did they find their wisdom? Dr. Ivanov, Ivanov quote, the objective of this particular mission, Project Isis, was the knowledge knowledge that was left behind from an advanced culture which predated this traditional Egyptian history. The team of archaeologists was composed of uh, Egyptologists from the Soviet Academy of Sciences, one of the best schools of ancient cultures in the entire world. In spite of that, KGB leaders gave the project little chance for success. The Giza Plateau includes the largest pyramid, Khufu, the second largest pyramid, Khafre, and nearby is the third pyramid, which is uh, Menkare, which is M-E-N-K-U-R-E. Khafre is K-H-A-F-R-E, and Khufre is K-H-U-F-R-U. Okay, inventory manifest of artifacts taken from the alien tomb. So we go down and we identify the uh, items before, um, the 15 crates of relics, uh, one partially mummified body, one stone sarcophagus, and eight hieroglyphic samples. One of the scientists filled the report 
that filed this report uh, inside the tomb, during the inspection of the walls, we noted an odd sensation. A magnetic repulsive force seemed to be emanating from the rock itself. We were unable to find any explanation. And so what I've done is I typed the uh, first 20 minutes verbatim and uh, listened to the rest of the video in its entirety or the 10 minute segments below. And so I have captions of each. And so basically um, you have uh, below are the eight 1990s videos of the secret KGB files documentary that deals with the fact that the Russians had already discovered the tomb of an alien humanoid in Egypt that was something lied beneath the pyramid. The secret KGB UFO files documentary interestingly supports the director of the Cairo University Archaeology Department, Dr. Allah, and that's A-L-A, Shaheen, S-H-A-H-E-E-N's claims as well. And then you have the different segments that uh, I have listed. And basically it says that actually ancient Egyptian writings very often talk about beings from the sky, the sky opening and bright lights coming down to teach them technology and give them, quote, wisdom. Many pictures and symbols resemble UFOs and aliens, possibly aliens that built the Great Pyramid. And these, which is true, those are the Anunnaki. And these solid, long-lasting con uh, construction techniques were adopted by the Egyptians. Ancient Egyptian legends tell of, I'm going to spell it and pronounce it, T-E-P, second word, Z-E-P-I. That's known as Tep-Zepi. Or that stands for, in uh, translated, quote, first time. Two words. This is described as an age when the, quote, sky gods came down to earth and raised the land from mud and water. They supposedly flew through the air in, quote, flying boats and brought laws and wisdom to man through a royal, royal line of pharaohs. And of course, this was all thrown out the window when Christianity came along. Keep in mind that the gods were the one and only, quote, religion that there was at that time. And then you have the different eight parts of the videos. They're, they're there. And they, uh, when you download it, you can just click on the link. They're all available. Um, with the um, Chris, could I just interrupt here, real quick? Absolutely, go right ahead. Uh, just, just for for those who have just uh, who have joined us before after we started, uh, this particular intel brief is not loaded onto the site on rightonyou.com, the military analysts where uh, you guys support them. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff uploaded uh, by next week, but Chris and I have had some trouble getting things out. Uh, he is getting hit hard. Folks, so please bear with us. Uh, this will be posted. I promise you that. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, working out some things that we're working hard in the background to uh, to resolve these things. So uh, please just be patient with us, and uh, this will be noticed, and I will send out an email communication to all of those who subscribe to the Military Analyst on Right On You. That's right on with the letter U. Dot com And Chris, just before I hand it back to you, sir, I never want to interrupt, but whenever someone puts in a super chat, I promise to read it. And this one comes from Jan7, and it simply says, God bless Chris and heal him. Amen to that. I agree with that prayer. Thank you, Jan. I think that was a Jan that actually called in on, on before and had a question. And uh, so I appreciate uh uh, Jan and, and the other uh, young women that have called in that have uh, uh, expressed uh, uh, sincere interest in the work that I've prepared. 
over the over time. Yes, and by the way, Big Chief Thunderlung is also in the audience today, and he's certainly given you some love as well, Chris. Just yeah. wanted to let you know that. Yeah, Big Chief, and uh, often uh, when possible, Raccoon, our other colleague, will also uh, join your show again. All right. Anyway, what I was all saying right is on, that right on. Uh, we'll go through this. And let me see, it's, it's uh, 2.38, so we're doing fine. Is this one hour today or 1.5? Uh, if, we, if, if we could do it in one, that would be much appreciated. Well, we're just about finished on this one, unless I add another special of Dr. Ivanovich. Anyway. Um, my, wife, my wife is waiting to take me, and she wants to beat the traffic. So, uh, so well, if, we anyway. get, if, we're, if we're out a little bit early, that's fine. And as I say, we'll even try to do a makeup show, maybe even Friday, to get an extra one in for you, Chris. All right. Well, yeah, see if we can do a 1.5 on Friday. Anyway, um, Dr. Ivanovich, his, his summary, quote, approximately 15,000 years ago, aliens from a planetary, these are his words, from a planetary system in the constellation of Orion came to Earth. Why? Various possibilities. This is all his work. They could have been explorers like we explore the moon and our own planet. Item two, or perhaps some extraterrestrial Peace Corps mission to a primitive society. Three, or maybe they were encamped on a colonization mission. After establishing an outpost, they began a propaganda campaign targeted at the indigenous populations that was disguised as, quote, religion. The massive building projects that the aliens planned required a large, obedient labor pool. They created or selected a certain class of society. Probably they selected through a couple of generations. And they brought this knowledge in the form of, quote, religion. Their objective of this particular mission was to find the knowledge left behind from an advanced culture predating the traditional Egyptian history, history. Excuse me. a group of people began to meet and form a KGB version, mostly computer and technical and scientific people. All of these people were called, uh, called themselves, quote, the followers, a Russian cult. These Russian individuals were all from advanced technological backgrounds. They were all highly educated and highly intelligent. All were extraordinary, brilliant people. They believed that the great God Osiris was a God of, quote, technology, that he did come and give this incredible wealth of knowledge to the ancient Egyptian people, and that he would indeed return to Egypt. We do know their landing site was selected in a desolate location, the center of our planet, Egypt, okay? And the Giza Pyramid is at the direct center of uh, the geodesic um, north and south lines. So it is the true center, so to speak. Okay, so what you have is an incredible group of brilliant minds traveling from Moscow to look for this tomb of the visitor in Egypt, awaiting the return of the visitor gods, and that being the great god Osiris. Okay, quote, mass abduction by UFO of Russian scientific occult, the, being, those being quote, the followers, caught on tape in Egypt, April 23rd, 1985. This is factual, and this is, I have a video on this as well. Below, a uh, video document shows how a massive abduction by UFO taking place in Egypt back on 23rd April, 1985, which had included Russian cult members known as the followers. According to the Egyptian Book of the Dead, quote, the followers are a group of people who believes that the Egyptian god Osiris 
is one of who had brought technology to the earth and it's, it's their duty to protect this knowledge. The Russian cult members of the quote followers were from strong technological backgrounds in the field of radio waves, computers, electronics, psychics, and working as engineers and technicians for Russian military and Russian secret service KGB. The whole event was captured on tape by abductees and itself, and later on video was found at ground zero of the spaceship landing in Egypt. And so that's what I have here, which is the actual mass abduction uh, that was caught on videotape and uh, without revealing everything. These people went and met in 1986, uh, the 23rd of April, and they literally had a craft that came down, a gigantic uh, circular craft, and it was being filmed by uh, one of these, uh, the daughter uh, that is reporting this with uh, uh, Dr. Ivanov and the... Uh, what happened was as they're filming this at night in the desert to the specific location that they had already determined where the craft would come on that date, the video uh, includes uh, the pictures of the craft, the people there, and then all of a sudden the video uh, gets, the camera gets dropped and it continues running. But what it is is that they were all literally um, not vaporized, but they were teleported into that craft and they never returned. And the daughter was trying to uh, make sense of this. And she is a, she is a uh, highly degreed uh, scientist. And the point is that she had the video of, from, her, from her parents' camera, uh, video uh, recorder of 1986, showing this craft coming in and then everybody just vanished. They were basically teleported up and never to return. And this upset her greatly, and she wanted to find the answers. And uh, Dr. Uh, Viktor Ivanovich was helping her. That's a, You'll see that in this video when you watch it. Anyway, um, there are more pictures uh, with the, uh, I've included, which shows the, uh, the tomb of the visitor god, the sarcophagus. And uh, that is the end of this, this episode. So we've got... Uh, 14, 15 minutes left uh, for questions and, and anything else you want to say, Jeff, because I don't have time to do another one. Well, Chris, I just opened up the phone lines, and I know there was a couple questions in the chat. If you want to be brave and call in, and uh, you don't even have to be that brave. It's just like talking on the phone. You know, no one can see you. Right. You're behind I the give... handle. Uh, you can call in, and you can give the military analyst your question directly. So call in now if you're interested in talking to the military analyst. I respect all the young women like, uh, intelligent women like Jan and, and her friends and all the other ones who have called in in the past. Uh, I think there was a, uh, an anonymous nurse um, to uh, uh, Debbie. I think um, um, there's several. I just can't remember. I did write them down, though. Anyway, uh, it's up to uh, the audience if they have any questions, they can do it verbally or they can post it to Jeff and uh, we and he can read it to me, whichever. However you wish to do it, however you so, feel most comfortable. So, so Chris likes all the girls, but he does not have any comment on the men in the audience. No, <laughs> ah, that's right. I, my, I told you, I, Jeff, in the very I'm beginning. Kidding. I know that, but my point is this. My objective, and it will work, and I will go into detail in about 30 to 40 days from now, 
that one of my special forces colleagues, we've been working for 5.5 to six years, and we have an infallible plan. I cannot discuss it on the internet or on a live show because one of our assets was already taken. And it was, uh, it happened in less than 12 hours uh, from the time that I made a brief mention but without details. And that's how fast it, it uh, disappeared. Anyway, that uh, we have done better and I will be able to discuss that. But I'm trying to save the the feminine race because without it, we would have extinct 500,000 years ago to 500 million years ago. Anyway, um, I do respect the men as well. well but And the shots are... Tr- the shots are trying to take us all out because not only is it going to be genocide, but there's a lot of infertility that's happening in all these shots. And it just came out recently that uh, not only these, uh, you know, the magic potion that they've been pushing for the last couple of years, but the famous tetanus shot that they've been giving for about five decades uh, exactly. contributes to infertility now. Isn't that wonderful? I suspected that because I've known since uh, researching uh, thoroughly with uh the Rockefeller Foundation that basically when he had his, uh, J.D. Rockefeller had his brother, uh, William, research for eight to 10 months on how to take over the medical industry. And then they, uh, that was in 1910. And then by 1912, vaccines were mandatory. Whereas in Great Britain, it was mandatory in, in 1856. So basically, either way, um, we're screwed because you you can't get away from these vaccines unless you're like me and just uh, uh, ignore it because you're better off. Yeah, I won't do it either. Well, think about it. We didn't need vaccines before, okay? And then what has happened that the evil governments of this world have created viruses and illnesses so they can use an excuse to basically manipulate as well as depopulate the planet. And... My mission is to save life, not to uh, uh, not to um, have it uh, being uh, basically ex- extinct uh, in various means of of their nefarious agendas. Anyway, um, so Chris, I got a question from Patriot Girl, and this is a term I'm not familiar with, so it'll be interesting. But it says, "Do you believe in quantum souls?" Okay, we'll have to redefine quantum souls. Uh, uh, basically, I think she's uh, asking, uh, I haven't been asked this question before. Uh, I know what the term quantum means, and I know what the term soul means. So basically, uh, basically multiple uh, um, dimensional souls. Uh, to an extent, uh, is she on the line? Can she call in? Can. She's welcome to, but while we're waiting for that, to make, maybe uh, you can call in uh, with that question. But we've got JC has joined us. JC, welcome to Right On Radio. Yeah, hi. Um, I, I don't know why I'm listening to you. I'm quite enjoying it, though. Um, it, it popped up on my phone. I'm wondering if they've been trying to depopulate the planet since 1910 or 1890s around there. Why have they done such a bad job and there's so many of us, like 8 billion now as opposed to, I don't know, what was it back then, a few hundred million? Um, if depopulation is the plan, why have they been so bad at it? Well, it's not that they've been bad at it. It's just that they've, uh, whoever has, is in power uses their personal agenda. And I, I my numbers for the uh, world population is about 
7.3 billion. And, uh, but it, it could be, you know, numbers are always uh, uh, nebulous and you can never get an exact number, not even with any type of uh, official uh, uh, recording, but it's not that they've, they've been uh, delinquent. They've just had uh, different, they're trying different approaches on uh, depopulating the planet as well as uh, creating a transgender and transhumanist world. And that's why you see children being born with, with black eyes, what happened in Great Britain. Are you calling from the British Isles? Well, in this, uh, originally, but I live in South Africa. And, oh. and to me, it seems like it might, yeah, it might just be to depopulate white people, perhaps. Because well, that's what's happening in South Africa. Do you know of uh, uh, Mornay and and uh, C.C. Lee? Uh, their their show. They have a a website. There's there and they're South African. She is a native South African, and he is originally, I think, from Ireland, but relocated. And uh, they he was a very famous uh, singer and uh, uh, musician. And uh, through uh, what is going on with this COVID and everything else. Uh, he lost his contracts and and everything. So uh, remember, it's M O M O U R N E, and uh, his last name is Leslie L E S L I E. Yeah, and, more than I. and you'll you'll find him. And her name is let capital C capital C, and spells the same as my daughter L E I G H C C Lee. Anyway, uh, C C Lee. C.C. Lee, right. Charlie, Charlie. I'll, I'll, look him, I'll look him up. Keep well. Thanks for your time. All right. Listen, uh, my point is that they're just uh, they're using different scenarios to see which one becomes more effective. And that's why you've. it's not that they've taken so long. It's they're using different approaches, but yet trying to convince the public that they're actually creating positive uh, uh, vaccines to, to control diseases. But yes, their agenda has been to, to uh, always been to manipulate the population, control it outright, and have us be the, the slaves of society. Over. So many, but and stupid, JC, not necessarily less. If I could, add, if I could add to that, JC, there's, there's a few things uh, that come to mind. The, first of all, uh, I think they've needed us until now. They want to create this immortality. That's what they're trying to do. They want to be able to upload themselves and everything. That's why they haven't blown this stuff up because they don't want to be casualties of it themselves. But don't forget, God is in control as well. So, you know, God interferes with their plans a lot. <laughs> and, you know, we the people who have faith and, you know, God is going to be the one who's going to take out most of the people at the end of the day not the enemy their plan will fail but you know they they always are trying to execute their plan uh but if you read it you know if you read on uh the wef the un agenda 21 agenda 2030 uh you know really their their plans really start to ramp up towards the end of this uh particular decade correct but will be thwarted by god clearly well uh, you know what uh i think you know they're trying to they they've read the book too and they're trying to fulfill yeah. uh what god says he's going to do they're trying to rush an agenda uh but they don't know god's timing right so they're trying to make the tribulation happen they're trying to uh to do all these things but you know god doesn't answer to lucifer's time so 
Uh, that's just my take on it. You know, uh, obviously these are big questions and, uh, you know, no one has this specific answer, but just based on everything that I've read, everything I've researched, uh, that would be what I would answer to you. And it does go uh, in concert as well. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I was just picking up on the point that if they've been trying to depopulate since the 1900s, it hasn't been so successful. Well, that was an excellent question, JC. But, Thank you for joining us in South Africa, my man. Good to go. Well, All good right, night. Patriot Girl, you're, you're on here as well. Welcome back to Right on Radio, Patriot Girl. Hi, yes, Patriot Girl. Yes, hello. Hello? Hi, I'm there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. Um, Don't be. Yeah, I called in. Well, I called in to ask about quantum souls because I recently lost my father, and um, about three years ago, he actually passed away, and he left a message to me saying that um, that there is a God, and also, I I'm nervous. I'm sorry. Don't so anyhow, um, he passed away for like 30 seconds three years ago, and he did say there was a God, and then. He officially passed away um, about five months ago recently, and I've been getting messages from him. I know this sounds kind of strange. No, it's not. It's but before he passed away, he always talked about traveling to different dimensions and um, tele telepath. I'm sorry. I'm so nervous. Telepathy and um, communications in different worlds. Um do you believe there is quantum souls and different energy that stays in Earth itself? Yes. Okay, what I can that's kind of what I thought. What I can tell you about with your father, okay, I had a very extensive near-death experience. It was 3.5 months long, and I know 80% of what lies beyond, minimum. Wow, okay. And here's the good point. You can communicate with your father, and he's doing it now, okay? Yes. You can do it in, dream, in your dream state. When you yes. go to I, sleep I get at night, dreams from him. And when you go to sleep at night, 30 minutes before you practice, and basically what you do is you say, I, I want to make contact with you, I want to make contact as you go into your as you fall asleep. You will be able to because basically it's called astral projection. You okay. can you you leave your body and you can actually be in the same in the fourth dimensional realm, which is known uh, basically we're in the third dimensional physical plane. Yes. The fourth dimensional etheric plane. But you can actually be in the same room, the, the same area, with your father and actually okay. communicate with him. Okay, because that's, that's exactly what I thought, because we always talked about going to different dimensions. And, like, we would always talk all these conspiracy theories that nobody else would understand. And recently I was in um, his house, and I was standing there, and an image came upon my phone. I could even send it to Jeff. And his figure was just standing there right where he used to always sit. We got a full apparition figure. Well, that's, that's very positive. He's making yes. contact with you and it's all positive. Yeah. Showing that he and, I, and I did get the message um, three days after he passed away that um, God will fix this. I got the message, John three seventeen, And that sticks with me every day, knowing that my faith will guide me through this life that we'll get through this. Absolutely. And your father is making contact with you the best way he can. It takes practice in the fourth dimensional realm. Yes. To, to be to actually, be, they can, uh, in time, uh, Patriot Girl, they, they, uh, you're able to actually uh, be able to move objects in this physical plane, on our third dimensional mm -hmm. plane. Uh, he can basically, uh, so things that are personal to you or, or to him, 
Uh, he can move them in time with with practice and be able to let you know that he's there and always with you. Oh, thank you so much. I, I just feel so great talking to you. I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. Don't be nervous. We're, we're very relaxed. Patriot girl, don't be nervous. And, yeah, I'm uh, a bad speaker I, I, over the phone, so. No, you're doing just, fine. You're great. Everybody can hear you, and they, they all appreciate what you're saying and relating. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's, it's a really interesting question, uh, Patriot Girl. And uh, listen, I, I don't have all of the answers, but uh, and, and, I, and I mean that. I don't have all of the answers, but uh, this goes against some of my biblical worldview. So yes, I would just say to you to uh, to be very cautious because there are impostering spirits that see yep. openings. Correct. Yes, well. I... so just so be firmly, just be firmly in the Word and trust God is uh, is the best thing I would say to you. And uh, you know, uh, be just, yeah, firmly in the Word and, and praising God. And, Correct. Uh, you know, yep. go with that. I... And, but as I say, like Chris has had a, an experience that I haven't, and I've had experiences he hasn't, so I just wanted to give a differing point of view, but, uh, you know, only God knows who's right. Exactly. Major girl, you will know if it's your father. Yeah, I, I definitely do, because my dad was very um, well-versed in, like, different, talking about different dimensions, conspiracy theorists. Um, he actually could um, move things with his mind. It was really strange. Like, nobody could understand him, but I could. Great. Well, he, he'll be able to do that as well. It just takes more practice. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. understand this is that uh, this is very positive. The creator, which everyone calls G.O.D., but I had a different experience in life. So I use the fourth dimensional term of creator, which they refer yes. to. Okay. And the point is that the creator made an infinite number of universes and an infinite number of dimensions. Mm -hmm. There is no finite amount. So basically that uh, we just happen to live in the, uh, uh, our third dimensional uh, physical or corporeal plane was originally uh, silicon based, okay? Yes. And, uh, which all your, uh, your um, mesas, buttes, and plateaus throughout the, uh, uh, throughout the world, the Western United States and throughout the uh, Soviet Union and Europe and, up in Africa, those are actually ancient tree trunks that have been cut. Oh, down. wow, okay. They spanned over, in ancient times, trees spanned over 10 miles in height and 2.5 miles in girth at the roots. So you're not, you're seeing part of what is ancient technology right in front of us. But yeah, because the, the technology, like it, it goes way back. It, it's just so strange. It seems like we recycle ourselves like every so many years. Well, that's what they've been doing through controlling humanity. Yes. We were going through and recycling. We are the fifth root race of mankind known as the Wow. Earth. And the fourth root race was the uh, Atlantean race. The third root race was the Lemurian race in the Pacific. And the second root race was the Hyperborean race was the Polarian, which was semi-physical, semi-etheric. Wow. Uh, You're so intelligent. I I have to study this now. Thank you so much. Well, always call in. Never hey, and thank you for calling in, Patriot sure. Girl. You really made our day. And, uh, oh, thank and you. I was so nervous. Your father. Thank no, you no, no, so much. Welcome. Listen, we're, we're all a family here. And, uh, and listen, and it's okay if we have different, uh, different thoughts and different things. 
when I brought Chris onto the show, I've always uh, maintained we Chris and I know we have differing views on things, but we respect each other and we listen to each other. So, and that's something that this world is missing, folks. Exactly. So, uh, that's what that's what we all yeah. need a little more kindness and just like treating each other with dignity because a lot of times that doesn't help. That doesn't happen. And uh, yeah, love your neighbor. Imagine that. (laughs) It says it in the Bible. (laughs) I can tell you for a fact, Patriot girl, that from my experiences as a near death experience, very extensive, we live again and again and again. I call it uh, that we regenerate. You would call it rejuvenate. Yeah. We're just energy. That is correct. And energy can not be I appreciate be it so much. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you. Thanks for calling in, Patriot Girl. Thank you so Anyways, much. God bless. Okay. God bless you. And thank you, Big Chief. Thank you for that clap. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of you and uh just to be reminded we will get uh these things up twin god bless you for those flowers listen we will get these uh intel briefs up i'm going to throw up a whole bunch of extra ones in the next week as well uh so if you want to support the military analyst please go to writeonyou.com that's r-i-g-h-t-o-n with the letter u writeonyou.com and don't forget hey if you're a patriot and you're in north america right now Go to MyLibertyStand.com, get involved. We're creating something really, really special here. And uh, we're creating our own economy. We're doing all kinds of uh, interesting things. And we're hurting the cabal, which is the most fun of all. So God bless each and every one of you. Thank you to the military analysts. Thank every one of you for being here. And we'll see you next Wednesday at uh, 1 o'clock and possibly even a bonus show this Friday. And don't forget, uh, we do a regular right on radio show on Thursday as well. And tomorrow we're doing the story of Megan Walsh, uh, the son of John Walsh or daughter of John Walsh, the uh, America's most wanted guy who turns out to be a complete creepo. And we're going to expose him tomorrow and you're going to hear a really sad story and maybe how you can get involved to, uh, to help save some kids. So uh, God bless each and every one of you. We'll see you tomorrow. Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. All right, over and out, Jeff. Wait for the over and out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>